there's there's a story I could tell you which I I should have been fired for. I mean, I basically told the cheapest to fuck off. Okay, go, go. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so it was New Year's Eve, and um, I was second crew on the serenade. And um, as a team, I think we'd all arranged to meet up in the the mess and have dinner together, and there was like free wine and everything like that. So I managed to get almost up done early. So I go back to my cabin, and next door was. Um, Chris Rizika and Steve, who was on the other week, mm-hmm. Steve Bessinger. Uh-huh. And, um, and uh, they were doing um, frozen margaritas in their cabin. So they're like, Sam, come in, take a drink. I was like, sure, why not? All of a sudden, I became the official taster for it. And I'm like, ooh, needs a bit more tequila. Ooh, needs a bit of this. <laughs> oh, I don't know how long I was there. I had a number of uh, margaritas with them. I bet I they like, owned oh, in on a great margarita. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they did. And then uh, next thing I was like, right, I gotta go. I'm supposed to be meeting the team upstairs in the mess. And I, you know, I've had a few drinks. Uh, I've obviously miscalculated the time. I get up there, nobody's there. So I'm like, well, there's free wine on the table. Yeah, let's have a glass of wine. By the time everybody else arrives, I had a bottle of wine for myself. Oh. And I'm feeling no pain at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, this is great. Everybody's having a good time. The rest of the team arrives. And you know what it's like when everybody gets together and it's New Year's Eve. And uh, we'd arranged to all go out into the lounges. So it was like, all right, let's simply go downstairs, get into our evening stuff. And I think the girls didn't have to wear the evening stuff. They could wear their own dresses and stuff. So they were all super pumped about that. So I go downstairs, cross Chris and Steve were still there. They're like, Sam, want another one? I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> so I have a few more with the boys, you know, and then I'm like, well, I gotta get my uniform on, I'm gonna go meet everybody upstairs. All right, see you later, see you in disco. I'm like, great, great, great. So I go back upstairs. Now, from this point on, I don't remember anything. This is all what I have been told by my good friend, Alan Teague. Uh, apparently, I was upstairs in one of the lounges. I started making out with one of the female purses. I won't name names. Uh, let's just say we didn't have a very good relationship. It was a very much a love-hate relationship. But apparently I made out with her. And the only reason I believe that is because there was a photograph of shown to me afterwards of the fact. And it's like, it was just like, oh no. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Apparently I went up to the Viking Crown and I'm doing drinks in the Viking Crown. At one point I was sitting at the bar in the Viking Crown with my evening jacket undone, my tie undone, ordering everybody at the bar a drink all shots so i'm doing shots with all these passengers and then i think it was like madness or something came on they're playing so i decided i'd go out and pogo going away and i'm going crazy and i fall over and i'm so drunk i literally cannot stand up so i crawl across the floor and i put myself in a chair sit in the chair next thing you know steve carpenter was the chief purser he comes up to me and he and alan's there trying to get me to to go home and he's like sam you need to go to bed right now i'm like steve do me a favor mate fuck off <laughs> like, alan get him downstairs now so apparently the captain was doing his rounds of all the lounges you know and he's like going around making sure we're so apparently alan has literally got me by my shirt and he's got me propped up against walls looking around the corner to make sure the captain's not coming and he's like shiver me into doorways and stuff and he's like next to go Next thing I know, I wake up in my cabin 
And I'm just like, oh my God, my phone's going, my beeper's going, my head is pounding, my uniform's all strewn all over the floor. It's brown, it's black, you know, all it's got stains on it. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? I look at the time, it's like freaking 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh my God, I should have been on shift two hours ago. I run upstairs into the, into the, into the office and they're like, oh, you had a good time last night. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do? They told me I told Steve to fuck off. I'm like, oh, shit. Run upstairs as fast as I possibly can. Knock, knock. Steve, could I have a word? Uh, yeah, really, really, really sorry about last night. Didn't mean any of it. Drank too much. What do I need to do to save my job? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he just looks at me and he's got like... President Trump. Oh. Maybe I need to... <laughs> 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 I love Brad's wife. She's freaking awesome. Jesus Christ. The life I live. Oh, God. I, I love your wife. I love those interruptions. They're awesome. Oh, this, is my, this is my life. That was fantastic. I love it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's going to be, that's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> oh, so, oh uh, so yeah, basically. So uh, sorry, Sam. So sorry. Nope. So sorry. Oh, oh, no. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this is total. Bullshit. Oh my God, that's freaking hysterical! What a way to wind down I'm the cast. That was I'm awesome. so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry. That was awesome. Brilliant. Oh my God, that was, that brilliant. was awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm sweating. Oh, um, what was I talking about? <laughs> I have, I'm so sorry, Sam. I, oh, I wait, Steve Carpenter was oh yeah, right. see, stone face, and he's just like, I don't know, Sam. You really pushed the boundaries there, didn't you? And I'm like, I'm he's really sorry, Steve. What do I need pissed. to do? What do I need to do? He goes, and he just starts laughing. I'm like, oh. He's like, all I'm going to say is you are grounded from any passenger lounge for a month. I'm like, I can do that. No worries. Yeah. No, I didn't really go much out of passenger lounges anyway. So I'm like, fuck it. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Like, oh, but yeah. I mean, you're going to have to massage my fuck feet. Off. <laughs> well, I was thinking it might be something like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was my... Uh, Chief Bursa story. Um, yeah, awesome. CC is a really good storyteller. I mean, he used to have us in stitches just from him telling his these crazy stories. These weren't even ship stories, but he just, you know, the Irish have a way of telling a story that just seems to, I don't know what it is, but it just, I just remember being in, in, in it, just drinking and having him tell stories. And that's all he had to do was just talk and talk. And we were in stitches like that our stomach hurt so bad the next day. <laughs> He was okay. one of the one really of the really quickly. I just have to to say this. Um, I hate to extend this any more longer, but uh, the time that he got stung by a uh, stonefish and he crawled up on shore and his balls swelled up to the size <laughs> of of uh, that one. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember that one? No. Oh my god! He was I've... at a nude beach and he uh -huh. stepped on a stonefish. And he realized that he was in Spain. He was in Malaga. Uh -huh. And he, he just made it to the shore. And he was laying out there. And they realized he was in trouble because his balls swelled up to the size <laughs> of oranges. 
and they're like, oh my God, this guy has stepped on a stonefish and they saved his life. Otherwise, um, he would have died. Now, wait, um, does, does that go in drama or does it go in comedy or um, exciting? <laughs> I, that's a little of both, I think. I mean, make my American dream okay. come true. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> They've seen you. Go away. I need to go to work tomorrow. Okay, get out. No. Gosh. We'll hang up. Let's hang up. We can catch up another time. CC once rolled in San Francisco, helped somebody in a wheelchair and rolled them up the hill. And as he was going down the other side, he picked up too much speed and couldn't hold them on any longer and let go. And this guy is <laughs> racing down uh, the he, hill in San Francisco. <laughs> oh and he God. crashed into a car, I yeah. think, at the end. The guy was able to turn and ended up hitting a car. And the guy was furious and cussing him out. Oh and God. he ran away. Yeah, this is a guy who was out jogging and a car, somebody stuck their hand out with a car and I think went to hit his ass, but they grabbed his shorts and they ripped them off. And he was then <laughs> didn't have any other clothes on underneath his shorts. <laughs> Luckily, God. his balls didn't swell up. Yeah, no, because thank of that. You. Yeah, he also he also had a story where he was doing his hair, and I don't know what he did oh, with the brush. My God. Yeah, and yeah. he he got the brush stuck in his hair, yeah. and no matter what he did, it just got tighter and tighter <laughs> and tighter. And he had a, a dent, he had the appointment to go to the dentist, so yeah. he cut. The handle off of it, and he put a cap on with this big roller brush in his hair. Oh my God, that is the exact same story I remember. And if you, oh but if you, God. I mean, the way he tells these stories, I mean, if we have CC on, you can keep him talking for an hour, and he's just freaking hysterical. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my man. God, I tell that. I tell that hairbrush story all the time. It was yeah. one of those roller brushes. Yeah, the brushes with the the uh, uh, brush with the brushes all around in a roll right. and he got it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going right, to, I'm going to stop recording and, and see what all this sounds like. I, I may, I may have to put the, I may have to cut this video up and put, put this, this may, I may have to post this whole video. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when there was a, um, there was a fire alarm that, that goes off all around the ships all the time, right? And you, they send the they send the one of the security guards to go take a look, and you know they come back, say everything's fine. It was just a false alarm. Um, well, the security guard wasn't on. There was nobody else on the bridge, or the, the security guard wasn't on the bridge, and the bridge officer had to go to the bathroom really bad. So he popped, ran to the to the bathroom real quick. While he was gone, the alarm went off, and he didn't press the button quick enough to shut it off. And so next thing you know, the alarm goes off in crew areas. I'm working the night shift and I'm like, and I was at the front desk and I could hear it because I could hear it in the back office. And I was like, I go to the back office and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I call the bridge and is everything okay? Everything's fine, everything's fine. Okay, I put the phone down. Within a few minutes, 
the lobby is full of crew members in pajamas <laughs> with life jackets on, <laughs> running around going crazy. I was laughing my ass off. I could not. It was so fucking funny. I was laughing, oh, laughing. You know, my phone was ringing off the hook from other pursers calling me saying, hey, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, no, no, it's all good. So then the captain, this is Captain Erickson, and I wouldn't have to say his name. He Sven. didn't realize it only went off in passing in crew areas. And at about three in the morning, made an announcement into all passenger cabins to disregard the alarm, which, of course, now all the, all, all the passengers started waking up going, what the hell is going on? Well, the next shift that this guy had, uh, the, this deck officer was on the bridge. Somebody left him a bucket right by the on the bridge. <laughs> In case he ever had to go again. 